Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them. But she don't. Then we talk about them because she does like talking. And he does as long as it's about horror movies. Today we're talking about Elvira, Mistress of the Dark from 1988. It is a horror comedy directed by James Signorelli and written by Sam Egan, John Paragon and Cassandra Peterson, who is Elvira. Yes. Is there anything? Uh, there's some, um, let's see, uh, sensitivities. Sensitivities. Yes. Sensitivities. There's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Played for comedy. Yeah. It's I, the 80s. It's an 80s sex comedy. She beats the shit out of him, so it almost makes it okay, but it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of sexual innuendo. A lot of boob jokes, but she will say she's a great pair of legs as well. <laughs> and then would you recommend this one? Sure. Yeah, this one's, a, I mean, it's a light recommend. It's a comedy more than anything else. Yes. I, I heard somebody describe it, and I don't remember who, but they described this and Pee Wee Herman's, or uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure as like, Pee Wee is a comedy character trapped in a horror movie, and Elvira is a horror character trapped in a comedy. Yeah, I can see that. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a light recommend. It's fun. It's goofy. A light recommend. But it's not it's not going to change your world or anything. <laughs> uh, so to get into the story, Elvira has her uh, uh, Midnight Macabre show on a small station in California somewhere, I believe. Yes. And she dreams of getting to Vegas, getting a, sh- a big Vegas show. So she... Uh, her boss at the the movie studio or the TV studio asks her out, hits on her, and then just grabs her boobs and says, "It's milking them. time!" And she beats crap out of him on on screen, mm-hmm. like on live television. It's yeah. great. Real and quits her job, and then she finds out that the Vegas show she's wanting to do wants her to put down a fifty thousand dollar deposit on the room or whatever to make sure she gets ticket sales, something like that. And she's like, "I ain't got that kind of money." And then <laughs> in just this great kind of B movie. True melodrama cheesy. comedy. Yeah. Mellow comedy. Is that a thing? She gets a letter like immediately while they're having the discussion from her great aunt's estate and has left her something. And she she has this awesome line about like I didn't have any good aunts, let alone great ones. <laughs> she Elvira is great at these like little witty, like I mean not super witty, but they're like cheesy fun. They're very dad, dad jokes. jokes. They're very dad jokes, yes. They're dad jokes with boobs. I love it. They're dead jokes. Uh, but I don't see what you did there. She goes to, I forget the name of the town in Massachusetts, Falwell. That's what it is. Falwell, Falwell Massachusetts, mm-hmm. to claim like the money. And she's not sure how much. And the aunt leaves her the house, her dog, and her recipe book. Yes. But no money. No. The money goes to. Uncle Vinny. Uncle Vinny. Vincent. Who is a creep. Total creep. Let's see. So, But not in the like overtly sexual way as yeah. everybody else is a creep in this. Like he's just, he has ulterior motives for wanting The recipe book. She has, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gets to the town and I don't know, really, like she. Does not what, fit in. Yeah, she does not uh, fit in. She is very like, oh God, her car is so awesome. It's very but it breaks goth down. And, and, yeah. And the <laughs> sound is chain. very straight laced. and Yeah. Has a chain for the, the steering, wheel. steering wheel. And I love the sequence, like the montage of her going from California to Massachusetts. Because like, I would love to go <laughs> on a road trip with Elvira. I'm just saying, if she wants to make some extra cash, 
rent a party bus and like charge people. People would die to go mm-hmm. on a road trip with Elvira. I'm just saying. But yeah, she gets to town and immediately everybody or most of the people in town hate her because she's yes. just so different and it's a very like Christian community. She's in your face. I mean, she wears the same thing. Yeah. The- almost all the time. She she does change into a dark band. T- I don't know what band t-shirt, but to sleep in. Mm-hmm. She, she puts on a mud mask. And then sleeps in full makeup. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's Elvira. The boys in town, actually all the teenagers in town just kind of like gravitate towards her. Because, well, the boys for two big reasons. And then, <laughs> I mean, some of the girls probably for the two big reasons too. But, you know, yeah. they don't they don't explicitly say that in the movie. This is a town where the girls get in trouble for wearing a little bit of foundation as makeup. Mm-hmm. And here she comes with the huge cat eye dark red lip Elvira makeup and so yeah the girls gravitate towards her as well she's the cool hip thing she's an alternative to what they have been presented and sometimes force fed yeah and the one big thing to do in this town is go to the bowling alley so she's trying to figure out how to sell her house and she goes to the bowling alley I think the kids invite her there right because they're like it's the really the only thing to do in this town yes so she goes and she meets Bob and Bob, like, she has a crush on Bob immediately. He's a big, hunky 80s dude. She meets him because two creeps hit on her, and she, like, takes out her knife that she keeps on her belt and stabs one. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you just stabbed me. And she goes, uh-huh. And then it's a retractable blade, and she goes, tricked you. And then the other one grabs her from behind, and so she's, like, kicking and trying to keep her boobs in her dress and, you know... Not being completely helpless herself, because she does stamp on their feet with her heels and Mm -hmm. whatever, but Bob comes and helps her out of a tight situation. It's two on one. Like, that's not great odds for anybody. And she swoons and is like, oh, Bob. And then Patty, the girl who likes Bob, who runs the the bowling alley, is not happy about this. Mm -mm. uh, She's like one of those stuck-up-in-the-mud, goody-two-shoes uh, appearing people. Yes. Just like a lot of the town here. We also find out that the uncle is a wizard. And dun, dun, dun. that's why he wants the recipe book, because it's actually a book of spells that have been in the family for a really long time. <laughs> and he wants to be, what is it, like, master of the dark or whatever. Yeah. And so she finds the book and is like, oh, is this the book that he wants? Okay, cool. And then when he comes over to collect the book when uncle Vinny comes over to collect the book uh algonquin the yes. puppy dog hides it under cushion on the couch so anyway she walks out with bob there's like she puckers up and leans in and he kind of walks away and gets in the car and she's like me and so she i was goes, really hoping they were gonna reveal that bob was gay <laughs> that would have been hilarious that, that would have been, been excellent yeah. yes anyway so she goes home and she starts having these dreams about her great aunt Morgana coming to her and telling her, you you have the power. You have all the power you need to possess, blah, blah, blah. I guess Bob and her go on a date. Oh, the teenage boys mm-hmm. trying to sneak a picture of her boobs. and Yeah. They get one Polaroid, which they're in the pouring rain. Like, yeah. it would have gotten ruined. But no... We flash back and forth to the city council, which, of course, is, like, the worst kind of city council ever. They ban books just for having words in them kind of thing. And and the girl who runs it has a crazy name. It's, like, Chastity Faith or something. Yeah. It's Chastity something, but stupid. 
Um, or charity. Is it charity? Hold on. Let me look it up. Cause it's mm-hmm. so great. So awful. It's chastity great. pariah. Chast- chastity Chastity pariah. pariah. <laughs> Just when, to, that, I mean, that, that tells you who she is, right? I mean, when Elvira hears her name, she goes, I thought that had cleared up. <laughs> no, no, no. The woman I who's trying to get you to get out of town. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so anyway, Bob and her get close. Bob owns the theater in town. And she's like, oh, cool. Let me do a midnight show. And he's like, nobody's going to come. But sure, you can have it. Because the town only lets him show G-rated movies. Yes. So he doesn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> and she has that great line g rated movies can be fine as long as there's plenty of sex and violence <laughs> so anyway they end up going on a date and that's when she starts to suspect that the recipe book is not a recipe book because she cooks dinner for him which turns out to be a demon yes <laughs> she 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 puts what does she put on top? Like there's crunched like, there's up Doritos. Wor- well, it starts off with like worms and like old mold and yeah. all this sort of stuff, and then she crushes up a bunch of chips and cheese whiz and puts it oh, on top. Oh, cheese whiz! That's what she decorates it with. Yeah, she goes, "That looks much better." <laughs> and she tries to serve it to him, and of course, it like the demon pops out, and she's like, "Oh!" And then they put it down the garbage disposal, and and they... then she decides because they're doing a potluck the next day uh-huh. and it's all the the city council people who are fucking with her and so she's like well ha, i'm gonna do that to them so she does the recipe again but she ran out of one of the ingredients and she substituted hamburger helper <laughs> which just turned it into an aphrodisiac yes and it just turned into a fuck fest because <laughs> like... you know what gets me off is some hamburger helper baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man yeah, but it it is pretty uh I'm not saying it's not explicit explicit in that like there's anything chastity pariah sits on somebody's face. Yes. Like nothing's shown, but it's shown. Like they're fully clothed. Some people aren't. But anyway, yeah, so that's she's like what is happening? And it's the girl who plays her is um Edith McClurg. Who's like was in all the '80s yes. stuck-up mom ladies? Like yeah. she was in uh, what was Ferris Bueller? She was in mm-hmm. um, Back to School. She was in Trains, Planes, and Automobile. Like she was in just all everything. those movies. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So after that fails, I think Vinny comes up behind her, or is she is she arrested at that point? Vin, uh, yeah, Vinny. Like I think he gets everybody kind of riled up behind the scenes. Like, hey, Elvira is the reason for this. And so that's when they go arrest her because they're like, because at the city council meeting, they're like, you molested me and you did this. And no, no, you did this. And so then I think that's when Vincent pops up and is like, hey, it was Elvira. She's a witch. And so they go arrest her for witchcraft. Right. And he breaks into her house. He gets the book like or he tries to find the book, can't find it. Bob goes to because she tells him go get the book because Vincent Vinny can't have it so he goes and gets the book as soon as he picks it up he gets hit over the head with by one of the goons which were the two guys that were accosting her at the bowling alley and then Vinny takes the the book and they're down at the courthouse or down at the jail which i think is the same building because this is how small this town is and they have decided she doesn't need a trial Let's burn her at the stake. And so pitchforks and torches and just the whole nine. And they build a, a pyre 
to sacrifice her on pretty mm-hmm. damn quickly. They, they they had those materials ready to go. And the plans to mm-hmm. put it together. I mean, I like damn. Patty was like, oh, this is so nice. We should do this every year. Or no, was it Chastity? One of them. We should do this every year. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, and then the Girl Scouts that were like Like roasting (laughs) their marshmallows just staring at her and everybody's, burn the witch, burn the witch. The teenagers, by the way, who did go to her midnight show to support her, Mm -hmm. they were watching... Oh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, yes. yeah. And the thing is, is like her whole shtick is making fun of the bad movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000, but for horror movies. And I'm like, okay, love it. And so she's watching that one and I'm like, yep, yep, that, that tracks. <laughs> and anyway, the teenagers try to break into the jail to get her out and they end up falling through the roof. In the jail cell right beside her, <laughs> which is locked. And they're like, thanks for doing our job for us. We'll come back and press the charges against you in a second after we burn her. And so they tie her up and set fire to it. Bob's ex-girlfriend, girl that was interested in him. Patty. Before, yeah, Patty. She's like, what are you doing? What you're doing is wrong. You have to light it in multiple places. <laughs> That way it'll burn faster. And she's like, oh, my God, you're such a bitch. And so she's, you know, Elvira the whole time. And then she hears the voice of her great aunt Morgana. You've had the power all along. And then she realizes the ring that she was left on a doorstep with as a baby (laughs) in full Elvira makeup. Oh, my God. That poor baby. That, I mean, how much therapy does that <laughs> child have to go through? Like, how it even looks scared. Yeah, how many times did that baby get poked in the eye and put an eyeliner on? For real. Of course, it wasn't, a, like, on her waterline. It was mm-hmm. around her eye, yeah. you know? So maybe she was safe. But, ooh, she just looked like somebody had dipped her in a can of paint. Um. <laughs> anyway, so she has this red jewel that used to be Morgana's mm-hmm. and then was Devana's. As well. Or no, it was Devana's, who was Morgana's niece. And now Elvira is Morgana's great niece. That's I think that's how it goes. Yes. Something. But it's Morgana, Devana, and Elvira. Mm-hmm. So that's the lineage. And so she pulls out her, her ring and she holds it up to the sky. And a thunderstorm happens. But here's the thing. The fire around the pyre where she's like burning at the stake goes out. But the torches don't. Nope. Nope. It avoided the torches. It's strong enough to set out the bonfire, but not the match. Like, what is happening? Oh, and at this point, also, Bob has made it to there because he's trying to help her escape because the dog, Algonquin, who she calls Gonk, is magical and turned himself into a rat, escaped, helped Bob, untied Bob from when Vincent's guys attacked him. Turns from a rat to a Rottweiler. Yes. And then... From a poodle, originally, that she shaved and dyed and put studded leather belt on. And Yes. Uh, let's see. At this point, Vincent has the book, and he starts like getting the magic powers and everything. Yes. And starts chasing Elvira through the town. Meets up with Chastity Pariah and mm-hmm. a couple of her friends, and he goes, swine! And he does his little hand, and they turn into piggies. And they're not back at the end, are they? I don't remember. I don't... I, I don't want them to be back. <laughs> Let them not be back. Anyway, so he turns them into swine, and they're like, oh, he's the guy that's actually a witch, mm-hmm. you know? He chases her around the town. She has that little cutaway of her turning into Rambo, 
and like exploding him with a, a missile launcher or whatever, and that doesn't do anything to him. And which he's I, like, you think such you're a little cheesy toy. Little. And she goes, no, but it was worth a shot. And she throws it down and she goes, look behind you, and then runs away. I love how she like came out with a like bandana on and like her, her dress cut she, into shorts yeah. and still has the high heels on. <laughs> Absolutely. They end up fighting in the house, burning the house down. Vincent gets sent to hell or whatever. Elvira's still alive. The recipe book is covered in fire and so she reaches she tries to reach in a couple of times to retrieve the book but then she looks up at the portrait of her great aunt morgana and she's like you know she hears the voice again mm-hmm. you have the power inside you all along kind of a there's no place like home there's no place like home moment mm-hmm. for her and then th- the next morning bob and her are sitting on the front steps of her ruined house the ruins and insurance of her house won't pay for it because it's an active demon <laughs> But that's when everybody in town shows up and they're like, ah, shit. Okay, we're going, we're going. And they're like, no, we want you to stay. And we are we came to help fix up the house and we apologize. And that's when one of the ladies who was meanest to her like gets told off by her husband. and Finally, because he was kind of henpecked there. Then the lawyer shows up and is like, hey, you're the last surviving heir of your uncle's estate. And it's quite a large estate. And she's like, really? Las Vegas. So all of the kindness comes to her. And she's like, fuck y'all. I'm going to Vegas. And then we see her Vegas show. (laughs) It closes on her Vegas show. In the movie, when she gets the papers. Just, just no. Stop. You need this Vegas show. The Vegas show wouldn't be so bad. All right, oh. it really wouldn't. There's one part that just kind of takes it from like cheesy bad to like oh, oh no, oh, and that's the rap. Yes. She, she, she has, <laughs> she has a, she has rap. Cassandra Peterson, white woman in her forties at the time, thir- late thirties, I think. Sure. And she's, she's trying to rap. It's about goes about as well as you could expect, mm-hmm. which is not good. Mm-mm. But yeah, and that's how that's she how rhymes it. volcano with ready to blow. I'm just saying she's rough. She's tough. She's woman enough. But she does this kind of burlesque trick with the the tassels. The tassels, yeah, pretty impressive. I was like, wait, is that her actually doing it? And and you said that yeah, she... I, I'm pretty sure it is because the camera like. Shows her doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, just the torso, but Mm -hmm. it was pretty impressive, and I wouldn't put it past her that she was a burlesque dancer before she She, became... She was, yeah. She she did go-go dancing for a while. There you go. Supposedly, she's on the cover of the Tom Waits album with the topless um, go-go dancer, but she says she's not sure. She doesn't remember if it's her or not, so... I mean... It was the 70s. Not everybody remembers most of the stuff, so... (laughs) But yeah, that's Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. What did you think of Elvira, Mistress of the Dark? I had always like seen little clips of Elvira, and I was just like, oh, it's so raunchy, it's so this. And yeah, it is. Um, but she leans into that raunch, and she, you know, she has a heart of gold. It's not, like, I wouldn't even call it raunchy. It's just, like, such, like, crude humor. Yes. It doesn't go into that, like, it's not explicit like, right. you know, there's a lot of humor nowadays that's a lot more explicit with, like, something about Mary with the stuff in the hair. And yeah. there's nothing that extreme. No, not at all. But it's definitely, like, all the guys hit on her. Mm-hmm. Um, whether explicitly or just, like, check her boots yeah. out, can't make eye contact type of thing. And she she knows it. And so she carries herself. It's as if... 
Peg Bundy, um, Morticia Adams, Mm -hmm. and Dolly Parton had a baby. (laughs) Like, that's Elvira. Mm -hmm. And I adore her. Her jokes are literally dad jokes with boobs. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. I like her. Do not like her rapping. (laughs) That's going to take a point off for me, honestly. But, yeah, what did you think? Uh, I don't know. This movie is not good. I can't I can't say that this movie is not good. But Cassandra Peterson is so much fun as Elvira. Like, she's just, she's fun. And she's charming. And she gets the joke. She's not the butt of the jokes. She is, like, always gets one up on everybody who's, like, trying to get out to get her. You know what I mean? Like, she's always, she reminds me of, like, a Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And so I can't hold that against her. But the a movie Bugs is not Bunny. well made movie you just compared elvira to bugs Bunny. well she kind of no is. She's i got, see yeah, it i she... do like i'm mad how much it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> but this movie i mean the guy who directed it was like he mainly did saturday night live skits yeah. you know what i mean like it looks very cheaply done and i'm sure it was pretty cheap to make yeah the uh the town they go to is such a just basic set with not a lot of work done to it you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. just a back lot somewhere with that has already been erected i swear i i've seen that set before like it might have been in um some back lot shots for um gilmore girls i it's itching at my head that that might be it um <laughs> i'm not positive but i know i've seen that that back lot somewhere mm-hmm. uh but yeah like it's she's so much fun in the movie it's hard to watch this movie and not have at least some fun but is it a good movie no you go in expecting like this is going to be some cheesy 80s dad jokes with boobs. Yes. It's yeah. it's it's I mean it's Revenge of the Nerds or one of those type yeah. movies but with a little bit of like a, a goth tinge to it. It's just, like just the slightest because everybody else is like wholesome and cookie cutter and she just comes in and turns every If you take a down. copy of the Revenge of the Nerds VHS into a hot topic that's what you get. Like this is <laughs> so uh, what well, would you make a menu for this one? I mean, you have to make the demon casserole, right? Yeah, yeah. But put in some hamburger helper, <laughs> spice things up a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. And apple slice. They had apple slice at the party, and I was like, oh my god, they I don't make that. that anymore. Well, they do make apple soda still, so you can still just go get that. Maybe okay, you can get maybe you can get some apple slice uh, can printouts and just. Wrap them. I don't know. I just miss apple slice. <laughs> I've never had an apple slice. So. You would have been like three. So, <laughs> okay. So going back to think about it, and I mean that's that's basically the menu. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on, but I'm kind of also going back. Going back to think about it, her saying like, "Oh, now you love me." Okay, fuck you. I'm going to Vegas. I kind of like that ending <laughs> because she never wavers. Mm-hmm. Like she's goal-oriented. Or- this, goal yeah. this is what she wants. Algonquin is with her in Vegas. I don't so is see- Bob. Bob's there? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't, when, after, didn't remember. As the show her. is ending, Bob and her manager are like off clapping to the side. Well, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, you know. And she has, you know, a place to go when she needs a week off. Mm-hmm. You know? I do like that she doesn't say, forget Las Vegas. I found all the love I need right here. That would have been horrible. Because literally the night before they tried to burn her at the stake. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I would have been like. Mm-hmm. Even if they're like, hey, we, we're we sorry. We forgive you. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'd I'm be still like, going to get I didn't, I didn't do anything. I, like, why are you forgiving me? Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's. Bye. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust y'all. Yeah, for real. Um, But Yeah. I can't think of anything else for the menu. 
but I did want to go back because I do like that ending. She stays true to herself. Yeah, I can't think of anything else for the menu either. So I guess we go on to the rating portion of the show. Sure. Uh, what kind of scale do we want to use for this? One to ten cup sizes. <laughs> uh, just off the bat, off the bat, huh? Um, <laughs> I'll throw a couple out here, but uh, that one's pretty good. Uh, one to ten copies of Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> two ninety nine, which I think is it was either two ninety eight or two ninety nine that got ripped up in the movie, which made me sad. He had a physical reaction, guys. <laughs> like he literally was like, "No!" I had completely forgotten about it. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's wrinkling the page. Oh, my God. They ripped it. <laughs> you were so upset. I think somebody had mentioned it recently, too. I think you're more upset about that than the rap. Which <laughs> which I... really should be. Should it be one to ten Elvira raps? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. We got to. <laughs> okay, one to ten Elvira raps. Um, so I've got a number for these type of movies that are bad, but I still enjoy watching, and that's fours. This is a four movie. Like I can't, I can't give this a strong recommendation. But I think it's fun. You know what I mean? Like, is it good? No. Is it fun? Yes. Elvira herself is just such a charming character that I can't get over it. I mean, I grew up watching her, and there's a reason that I've got a penchant for big boobs and puns. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't not like uh, like Elvira at least some. So I'm gonna give her a four. What about you? All right. For Elvira rap, sorry. Yes. I adore her. She recently came out mm-hmm. as having a same-sex partner, so that's cool. She's had a long-term, like 19 years or something, yeah. she, she's been with her. And that is on loyalty, because seriously, if I was Elvira's partner, I'd be screaming it <laughs> from the rooftops. But yeah, so like that was pretty cool to find out. Which would have been a great if, like, if, if we could remake this movie now, where Bob is gay, and so her and Patty are just like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what's up?" <laughs> that would have been, yeah. Anyway. I think we need a, a, a modern day Elvira. Well, uh, back in two thousand and six, seven, eight, somewhere around there, sure. they did a "Who's Going to Be the Next Elvira" like reality TV show. And I don't think no, anything I don't think anything ever came of it. Oh God, because it was a reality TV show. Yeah. Like yeah. this was around the same time that they were doing all those like who's gonna be they they had a Stan Lee one where they're like oh, no. people would dress up as their own created superheroes and oh, like Oh no. Oh, it was not good. I think they did two seasons of that if I remember right. It was awful. But I still watched every episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I still haven't rated it. Okay. So Love Elvira, she's you know, bad jokes, bad puns, mm-hmm. big boobs. Love that. Great legs. Mm-hmm. But a heart of gold. She really does like, she doesn't care what you think about her, but she loves people. Mm-hmm. So she's going to love you no matter what. And I, I adore that. She always gives everybody like she's not the gonna benefit get, of the doubt. Yeah. Like, and she's not going to let you get away with shit. Like mm-hmm. she'll pierce you with her stiletto in a heartbeat. <laughs> But only if you deserve it, you know? Mm-hmm. And getting to formally meet this character through this movie, I have to give... Uh, I would give it six, but minus one from the rap. <laughs> the rap. So a five. I'm going to give her five Elvira raps. Like, we both, I think we both wish we could give it a higher rating. It's just not a it's very a good, well-made movie. Yeah. Uh, it's not... The main purpose of the podcast mm-hmm. is finding movies that both horror, uh, 
horror aficionados (laughs) like to watch and finding a movie that non-horror fans can enjoy. This is definitely one that you can both enjoy. It's just not going to satiate that horror fiend. You know, it's not horror at all, but it has enough of it that I think you could make case for watching it i mean somebody gets a stiletto in the head and like there's a little bit of blood there yeah but yeah if you want to see some great boobs watch elvira (laughs) mistress of the dark all right so that's gonna be it for the podcast this week uh if you enjoyed the podcast check us out on twitter at murder she don't one and tiktok at murder she don't and the other one instagram that's the one (laughs) murder she don't (laughs) share us with your friends family uh we're doing decently on on listens recently we're, yeah. we're starting to go up again Thanks. so that's nice and then join us next week where we're going to start off our thanksgiving themed month where we watch food related horror movies with the stuff and we already watched attack of the killer tomatoes so we can't watch that one again oh we're gonna end up doing Thanksgiving uh sometime this month probably the week of thanksgiving and that's a terrible movie so Ooh. be ready for that one it's got a turkey puppet that makes terrible jokes so <laughs> anyway so join us next week for the stuff and remember i'm, I'm a, a great, great pair of legs, legs too all right that'll work yeah Hi, I got you.